The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. This is the happy hour. You guys want the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. the happy hour oh that's why yeah good afternoon happy wednesday we'll do it again yeah that's right people didn't hear me hopefully stumble over what day it was today is a day today's wednesday that ends in day happy wednesday folks it's the happy hour 93.7 the ticket happy carter nelson day nick standards rico joining you um as usual here 402-464-5685 i'm looking up at aloe uh we were i was frozen for a moment which is Fix Not your face. you want to see. But anyway, 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman Text Line. Both those open for you guys the entire show today, as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, as well as Aloe Channel 951. And I feel like I, I said it yesterday that now that the College World Series is somewhat concluded or has concluded, um, and now with today's news that Nebraska keeps the number one player in the state of Nebraska in their own state, and he's coming to Nebraska, that's Carter Nelson out of Ainsworth, It really started, it's really starting to feel like, all right, folks' attention is starting to turn to football. Yeah, it, we're, we're going to get ready to start focusing on those fall sports, and it's going to be, uh, so far, it seems like it's going to be a pretty fun summer. Well, a fun couple of weeks here. Um, before we know it, I mean, we are probably a month away from from press conferences starting up again, from Ooh, press conferences, yeah. from uh We're going to be able to practices. follow along with, uh, and I know these aren't fall sports, but men's basketball going to Greece, mm-hmm. I believe, or Italy, uh, and women's basketball, I think they're going to Italy. Yeah. Or Spain. So there's, there's a lot to follow, though, but we're, we're starting to turn our attention and thoughts to the fall sports and and especially football who gets the commitment from Carter Nelson, the Ainsworth listed as a tight end. We'll see what kind of position he plays um, when he gets here. Probably a little tight end, a little bit of wide receiver as well, but definitely a great pickup athleticism wise, just exceptional, exceptional athlete 
Um, great track athlete as well. Seven foot high jumper. And we know we know how much this staff loves just athletes. Like they feel. I I remember one of the things like that that Matt Rule always talked about was when he, when he got to Nebraska. If if you're athletic enough, we're gonna find a spot for you. We're gonna get our best eleven athletes on the field mm-hmm. and find a spot for you guys. And it, it feels like so much now. We always talk about okay, what what spot do does Nebraska need? What type of body are they missing? And with this staff, it really feels like starting that they're just like, all right, we'll find, we're going to figure out a way to get the best eleven athletes on the field at a time. And sometimes with previous staffs, it didn't feel like that was always the case. There, they went very uh, like you just said, like body types and the likes and you know, stars, whatever. They they're very uh, different ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. in a two day span. Where they go out and they get a six-five wide receiver who's the number one wide receiver in the state of Montana. Yep. Um, who's a three-star, two-star, wherever you decide to look. Uh, and then you come back home and you get a four-star, six-foot-four tight end who's maybe possibly a fringe five-star, but he is a top one hundred player. Very different ends of the spectrum for this coaching staff. Um, like you said, just trying to find athletes. If you can play, they're gonna find you. And um, you go from a guy who has only one FCA, FBS offer, and that's Nebraska, to a guy who has damn near every FBS offer you can think of. Well, and so that's the thing is the this, this streak that Nebraska's on, and I, I expect it to continue, but, I mean, now that it's now that it's public, I mean, we kind of got word that over the weekend that Carter Nelson was trending towards Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And I remember on, on Saturday, or Sunday, I should say, um, when when word kind of kind of started going around that that he had committed to Nebraska or, or made the pledge to the coaching staff, um, I, I remember pulling up like his twenty four seven sports profile, and because just on Friday we were having the conversations with Raf and AD and us, obviously with you and I, Rico, of how much do offer lists matter, mm-hmm. right? And the staff has now shown the ability to go in and, and get the guys that technically, when you look at their offer list, they should go get. The, the Quinn Clarks, right? A legacy guy that has offers from Montana, Montana State, and Portland State. Nebraska being his, his, his lone F, FCS, or excuse me, lone FBS offer. But he's still the number one player in Montana. Nebraska goes in there, basically asserts their dominance, and is able to get Quinn Clark after a quick visit. Montana is now a pipeline for Nebraska. Uh, somewhat so. <laughs> That's how you do it on NCAA football. You go and you get That's two people, right. and all of a sudden it's a pipeline It's a state. pipeline state. But now, on the very next day, Nebraska, who Nebraska was in there relatively early for Carter Nelson. I mean, obviously the the usual suspects of Iowa State, Kansas State, Minnesota were in on Carter Nelson early as well. But throughout this entire thing, Nebraska, if you look up and down Carter Nelson's offer list, they had to fight off Alabama, who Nick Saban went to the track meet and has obviously been in contact with him. Uh, Carter Nelson visited Penn State, visited Notre Dame. Marcus Freeman and his assistants visited Ainsworth High School. Um, we know because Nick told us. I, I everybody knew because I, I was the one that was something. Yep, flight tracker, and then they took a picture in the wrestling room. Yes, and I thought Marcus Freeman is this close to Lincoln, Nebraska. Four hours and eighteen minutes away from this room. He's this close to Lincoln, Nebraska, and he chose not to stop by and say hello. Um, Broke your little heart. And then obviously the the visit to Georgia and to Athens, and on the same weekend as Dylan Riola. That's right. The what week after he committed. Mm-hmm. Which that's like a whole another twist and side part to the story, is it tells you Carter Nelson's relationship with the guys in Nebraska's class so far. 
Um, and also, you know from back in March that, that Dylan Raiola and Carter Nelson do have a little bit of a relationship there, uh, or a connection, I should say. They talk. And how hard is it to turn down? Like, I, I, I remember when, when after Carter Nelson visited Georgia, Dylan Raiola had, like, tweeted out, like, you found your place. Like, mm-hmm. Georgia's well, the place. Welcome home. Yeah. Go Dubs. Well, unfortunately, I mean, we saw it here. How hard is it to say no to a defending, two-time defending national title team and a head coach in Kirby Smart that is just an excellent recruiter with all of his guys and – in addition, a number one quarterback in the country mm-hmm. that's going to come in in the same class as you. That's so, the guy who's going to be throwing you passes more than likely. Yeah. So it's just um, when you look at, I mean, Nebraska give give the staff credit for going ahead and and just staying hard on on Carter Nelson, and it ends up paying off. Uh, Bob Wager, the tight ends coach, going to be his position coach. Um, Marcus Satterfield, obviously the offense coordinator, and. Uh, then Matt Rule, the head coach. So it's it's a good day in Nebraska football. But I mean, he'll get Bob Wager if he stays a tight end. Could be guess. Could true. get Garrett McGuire. Could get Garrett. McGuire. Could get both. Could get all. Could get EJ. I don't know. Throw him a running back. <laughs> don't know if that's going to be happening. I don't know, man. He's an he's an athlete. Yeah. I, I also. I mean, not that. In recent years, it's been very few guys that have made the transition from eight man to, uh, to eleven man football. Seth Malcolm was the last one off. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Top of my head that I can think about, and and Seth Malcolm never, I mean, hasn't seen the field, won't see, isn't seeing the field, whatever it may be. He's still around. However you want to phrase it. Um, But Carton Nelson's obviously a much better athlete, and that's no slight to Seth Malcolm. That's just being honest. Carter, Carter Nelson's just obviously rated higher mm-hmm. and, and is a better athlete, projects a lot higher as well. So I'm curious to see the conversations around transition from 8-man to 11-man, the the differences and in, in improvement in blocking, how much he's committed to be, if he wants to be a tight end, mm-hmm. how, how committed is he to being getting better at blocking overall. Um, all, all that kind of thing as well. Now you look at it, and you, you obviously there's going to be a, a transition in playing eight man to playing eleven man. But these are guys who they watch the NFL, they watch college football, they know they know what it's going to take and what it's supposed to look like. It's just getting that mentality of going from you know I, I've watched a couple eight man, but I can't tell you exactly like all the nuances of it. So going from that type that style of football to you know adding three more people onto the field mm-hmm. and and figuring out how things are going to go. It's it's it sounds simple, 
but I feel as if it's a lot more complicated than that. So it'll take him, and look, like we said in, in, in the crossover with Bach, he's not going to play his first year. More than likely, and I, I don't think he'll 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 be the the starting or the backup tight end in his freshman year at Nebraska. He'll probably redshirt, and that'll give him the time to adjust to eleven uh, man football, and then hopefully, possibly, be ready to go his his redshirt freshman year, his second year at Nebraska. Now, it's also, I mean, when you just look at other other guys that Nebraska's recruited and eventually had commit uh, to the Huskers, this is now is it the third third guy that's listed technically as a tight end but is kind of a hybrid guy that so so they're definitely carving out a spot for these types of guys with the with the measure measurables that they have on their roster obviously Carter Nelson being being the higher rated recruit one but then you have Keelan Smith out of the state of Missouri mm-hmm. who's a 2024 commit who's got that similar body type and then you also have in the class of 2023 signee Ishmael Smith Flores from mm. the state of Texas from um from down there in Texas where he can line up either at tight end or wide receiver. So whether that's setting up these guys as kind of an offset in the backfield or they want to set them up in the slot or even outside, they have the ability to box out smaller defenders, have the ability to maybe go up and get some jump balls in the air. Their staff, the staff is definitely carving out a spot for these type of guys with these type of bodies on their team. It's not traditional the traditional looks from a lot of these guys. You're getting a lot of different types of body types and a lot of different, you know, some guys will have a specialty doing this. Some guys will have a specialty doing that. Mm -hmm. And maybe at some point, one of those guys develops into a better all around. But as of right now, you've got, like you just said, a bunch of different body types, a bunch of different specialties for these guys that you're bringing in right now, which I, I, I don't mind at all. Cause you're going to find a spot for him. You're going to find a situation that works the best for him. And if you're, that good at, at at what you do if you're that much better of an athlete then it doesn't matter if they know the ball's going to you still got to go get it so one one last thing i want to talk about just when you bring up georgia and how they were they were a key player in this for carter nelson um and and nebraska got gets the last official visit so i'm sure that play paid some paid off and down the road you always feel good about getting the last but one but don't forget i mean now now georgia has had brock bowers Mm-hmm. in in their camp for quite a while um and i brock bowers if i let me let me double check i want to say off the top of my head brock bowers is a similar size as uh carter nelson really good pass catcher potential to be a, a top 10 pick in the in the nfl draft coming up so i'd be surprised if this he is isn't the first skill position not quarterback guy taken so Brock Bowers listed at six foot four, two hundred and twenty-five pounds. We're sitting here with Carter Nelson going six foot four. He's listed at twenty on twenty four seven sports at two oh five. Six four two oh five. He says himself he's two fifteen. So two fifteen. We can even split it down the we'll middle and say two ten. Six four two ten. If you're Georgia, you're looking at that body type and you're telling Carter Nelson, "Hey, we can we can make you the next Brock Bowers." Look at this. <laughs> 15 pounds is is That's easy to put on. That's nothing. In over the course of a of a Division 1 strength program in a year. And so Nebraska is now looking at it and they can look at the way that Georgia uses Brock Bowers and mm-hmm. the way they've used tight ends, I'm sure in the past and say, "Well, dang, we can just add 15, 20 pounds to this guy." Maybe even ten if he truly is at two fifteen, mm-hmm. and maybe he'll be ready to go by year one. Yeah, 
And and it goes back to that we're going to get our best 11 guys out there when we can. And so maybe there is a chance where where we see Carter Nelson day one um, and nobody's talking about the transition from 8-man to 11-man. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about his ability or inability to it ha- you know be an inline blocker. Who knows how it's going to play out, but the the potential and the excitement around Car- Carter Nelson is is definitely worthy, I think, of it. It's palpable. And obviously, getting the number one guy to stay in state as well is definitely a, a plus as, you know, in addition. Six of the top ten, you've got a lean from the seventh, and uh, the the eighth one looks like he's not going to mm-hmm. be in Nebraska. Yeah. So. And then the other two are committed to Notre Dame and Pitt. So There you go. So it's, it's I mean, Nebraska's class, they currently sit, I think, at 14. Yeah, they moved up the, two in spots. In the country. One spot so. ahead of Minnesota with – Two less recruits. One spot behind South Carolina. Yes. So I mean, if you're if you get into recruiting rankings, that's 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 your lane, and and Nebraska's in the top fifteen there. But three spots behind Stanford, um, which is still we'll weird. find out. We'll find out. I, I think more decisions could even be coming down the road as well for the Huskers. Let's take our time out. 402-464-5685. Don't forget, you can chime into the show all hour long. 402-464-5685 on the Honda Vicken Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line, as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, as well as Allo Channel 951 on your television sets. We got a couple more things to talk about. Um... We can kind of continue to break down maybe just some of the roster pieces on this Husker football squad. Uh, definitely want to do that. And then, although we're putting a, a bow and we did you know kind of wrap up the college baseball season, a weird story came out of Tennessee over the last two days. And Tennessee, obviously a team that participated in the College World Series, they had a guy, and a, and a pretty prominent name, mm-hmm. tell the team in the middle of the year that he was going to enter the transfer portal. He told the team and he told his head coach that he was going to enter the transfer portal in the middle of the season. I kind of want to talk that over with Rico, get your guys' thoughts on it as well, because is that the norm? Is that what we're going? Is that where we're trending to? Where if you're unhappy with your role, you're just going to tell your coach and everybody around you in the middle of the year, "Hey, once the season's over, I'm go, I'm gone." And you're still going to play a pretty prominent role. And you're role still your going to be playing a pretty prominent role if you're a head coach. How do you handle that? You look at this guy like, well, he's going to be gone. We might as well use him while we got him. Or are you looking at him like, dude, if you're gone, let's progress not, these other guys. You're not going to play. Yeah, it's it's just a which weird, way do you lean? A weird situation. So let us know your thoughts. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. We'll talk both those things coming up next on the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly. An AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, 
and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.